Welcome to the Canna Playbook Podcast, where we bring cannapreneurs like yourself around the globe the latest strategies on growing your CBD and cannabis brand online. We also interview cannapreneurs like yourself to see how they are making waves in the space. If you are struggling to get traffic or just want to learn what's going on in the cannabis space, sit back, relax, and let's ease into today's episode. What's going on, guys? Hopefully, you're having a great day wherever you're tuning in from. Welcome back to the Canna Playbook Podcast. And today, we have a beast of an episode to deliver today. This actually got a lot of great reviews, a lot of comments in our personal Facebook group. And I'm so, so proud to bring you this episode uh, because, you know, what we talk about here is something super important that all cannabis CBD businesses should know about. Uh, especially when trying to get sales online. You know, there is this thing called leverage, and it's something that we use a lot in our business, and we want to talk about how we're using it to really go from zero to 100 very quick. This has allowed us to grow 300% month after month. And in all honesty, if you've been thinking about getting into the CBD business or the cannabis business, and you may not even have any connections right now, you may not have any money, Leverage, strategic alliances, are it's going to be the fastest solution for you to get success. So let's dive into today's episode. Let's find out more about this powerful tool. What's going on, everybody? Happy Wednesday to the Canna Playbook family out. What's going on over there in Columbia, man? How's the weather out there today? Oh, man, you know the same stuff, man. You know, uh, being preeminent, practicing preeminence. No matter sure. where we at in the world, and um, sure. <clears throat> just doing our thing, man. Life is, life is uh, good, man. You know, no complaints right now. Awesome, man. Well, yo, listen. So, I mean, I know there's a a lot's been going on with us in the past week, um, and you know, for those of you out there that are also building your business, you know, one of the key things that I know I was talking with Kwame about earlier today um, was just leverage, right? We, that's what we want to talk about today in business, right? Church, take them to church, take them to church. Yep. So like, yep. you know, the big, the biggest thing, and I, you, you introduced this to me actually, uh, the green lane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell everybody how they're leveraging, uh, like how they use using leverage in the market. Who well, is green lane? So, so before I, before I get into the, the tacticals and, and, and the actual examples of, of leverage, first, I want to just talk about how we think about leverage or how you should okay. think about leverage because Starting from scratch, in, or even if you have a lot, leverage is that accelerator. Leverage is right. that variable in business and life in general that just can accelerate your situation. It could, it, could, it could either destroy it or it can build it up, depending on what type of leverage you got or depending on what type of leverage somebody has over you, right? So, right, right. you know, when you think about big business and you think about you know, the, 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 the different variables in business and successful uh, companies. Um, one of the things that you'll always hear, and, and this is not a term that you hear in like the internet marketing world, which is a world that we're both, we both, both kind of got our start in. Um, sure. You don't hear companies talking about a quarterly agenda to build up leverage. Right. You know what I mean? You don't hear comp you don't hear those small of a companies talk about, you know, how do we, allocate resources just to build leverage and leverage could be anything. So 
you know, let's go into some examples of like, um, you know, we'll have some references at the end of this, this episode of like podcast episodes where they're only talking about leverage. And it's so funny because a lot of them are older because it's a, it's a concept that's been around for years. Um, you know, but the newer age entrepreneurs, some of them don't have the understanding, but if you listen to this, you will. So check this out. We look at leverage as right now on our chessboard as relationships, i.e. strategic partnerships and distribution. Mm-hmm. That's, that's our leverage, right? Now we have other leverage plays, but when me and Samit get together and we have our meeting, me, uh, weekly, quarterly meetings, the conversations that we have with ourselves and our team is what can we allocate far as resources goes and resource might be people. It might be capital, right? It might be data to build a strategic partnership that gives us leverage in the marketplace. Right. right. So sometimes it's just as simple as trading services. Sometimes it's just as simple as taking a process that's in your business and putting that, in another person's business just to start the conversation and then eventually they become a strategic partner and then eventually you have leverage right right so that's one way that we look at it the second way is distribution in our world in our industry in the industry that we're in um distribution is a product that can give you strategic positioning and leverage with every single player in the industry particularly online distribution because excuse me online distribution is something that is not readily available as of today in 2019 now that conversation may change 2020 2021 but as of now it's not there so when me and samit met uh a little bit over a year ago we both had the same conclusion which we formed our thesis around which was distribution and the lack of it is what we should go after. And if we build up leverage in that one thing, not only can we get in conversation with all of the players across the supply chain, but it also gives us unique positioning in the marketplace. So when you look about distribution, an example that Samit alluded to was a company called Greenland, um, which is a company that nobody knows about. Nobody knows about this company, right? But if you read the SEC report and you read their financial reports, last year, 2018, they did 178 million, which was more than the biggest cannabis company in the game right now, which is Canopy Growth. Right. So they did significant. Canopy Growth is not really doing yeah. that well right now from a financial no standpoint. Companies. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not doing that well. But this company built this model off leverage. This right. company built this model off leverage and unique positioning and that leverage gave them that unique positioning. So they just did a fundraise. They raised over a hundred million dollars. And the reason that they can raise a hundred million dollars and only give 20% of their company up is because they have strategic positioning in some of the three biggest markets um, in the space right now, which is the cannabis market, the CBD market and the nicotine market. The vaping Each market. One- Specifically, is, is, is the baby market was uh, according to their report, 37 yep. percent of revenue. Yeah. 30 percent of their revenue was from one product. Yep. yep. So that distribution gives them strategic leverage and positioning in the marketplace right now. So when you when you're thinking about uh, going into something, 
you know, I know for us as a team, the conversation that me and Samit always – we always ask ourselves and our team is, will we have leverage? Will we have leverage? If nothing works out, let's just say we do get the payments, right? Let's just say we do onboard the client, right? Um, is there something that is not a dollar amount that we can leverage on the back end? And eight times out of 10, there is. And for the scenarios where there's not, we usually say no. We don't really like dealing with those situations because there's no residual leverage that we can create for ourselves or our company. So when we look at the plays that we make, it's always a thinking of how does this translate in capital, leverage, infrastructure, resources to us, resources to the client, better processes, intellectual property. I mean, we look at everything, every variable, and then we make a decision. Yes, this is great. No, it doesn't work for us. And that thinking has allowed us to, I looked in our Stripe account today and I seen 300% growth just this month, month to date, right? And that that thinking has allowed us to grow our business 300% month over month at this trend, at this pace, that's what we're doing, right? Right. It's, and it's not because we're smarter. It's just that we're, we're looking at the game differently. Well, the key thing is, 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 is the one thing I'll say is focus, right? So focus. a lot of people are out there and, you know, we, we, we as entrepreneurs, I know I'm, I'm definitely uh, one of them, is that, you know, focus has always been a difficult part when you start to become an entrepreneur. Yeah. You start your business, right? But, you know, yeah. when you start to focus on the problem that you're solving in the market, that's yeah. really when you start to really think about this leverage concept. And how can yeah. leverage help you solve that problem in 10 different ways, right? So it's okay to focus on many things as long as those many things <coughs> are still solving this one problem that you still have, right? And when, when it comes to whether we're working with a CBD client, whether it comes to whether we're working with a Kratom or any other plant medicine client, since we're focused in that industry, I'm always looking at it and I bring my, my affiliate marketing thinking in it. For those of you that might be affiliate marketers out there that have gone to an affiliate marketing um, event, what's happening on the back end in terms of leverage in that situation, so some of you guys can relate to this, is affiliate marketers are only as good as as much traffic, good traffic that they can get under a certain price. Because the way affiliate marketers are thinking is, let me get that offer that's gonna be paying me out $40 CPA, which is cost per acquisition, right? So as they sell a bottle of whatever, they'll get paid that $40. As long as they can get the cost of $20, they gotta press their couple of buttons, position their campaign, and they make money all day, right? <clears throat> in order to yeah. get that situation, obviously most people are accustomed to paid traffic, so you can't control costs on paid traffic, you could bid for cost, or you can go to a publisher, so if you're at these events, you will get a, you know, you can find these publishers out there, and you have to basically convince them why you might be a good affiliate marketer to work with, right? What offers can you bring? What sustainability can you bring mm. to the equation, right? So mm. if you look at it that way, it's just Search. a bunch of advertisers and a bunch of people that can move traffic, that's distribution. So you bring that situation down to the cannabis game, it doesn't exist right now, right? And that's really where me and Kwame Hold on, saw, hold on. I gotta uh, stop you right there because you, you, yeah. you're dropping a little bit too much heat. No, I'm just fucking with you, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's on fire, baby. It's, it's raining today in San Diego, so it's cooling us down. So, um, but you know, at the end of the day, if we focus on 
good offers, right? There are thousands of CBD companies. We don't want to work with everybody. And not every one of those companies are going to sell good quality medicine. You know, we actually just got a client that's a very big proponent of good ass medicine because, you know, he relies on good medicine because he has an ailment that, you know, he, he, I, basically he went blind and, you know, his medicine brought his sight back. So that just shows you how much people are actually relying on at least CBD. If, for those of you that are in Canada Playbook, you got to represent good medicine, number one, right? So that's the offer. Then as far as distribution, distribution can come in forms of, of you know, affiliates. We talked about that. In forms of influencers, we talked about that in this group. In forms of publishing assets, we've, talk, we've talked about that briefly on some of the last Knowledge Chat series. But really, if you start to go at these two different aspects, and if you're a brand out there, you obviously want distribution, um, but you want distribution that's going to represent your brand in the right light. And that's the big challenge right now is there's no lack of distribution for your product digitally, but there's a lack of conscious distribution to represent your product in the right light. Because again, you're selling medicine. People are going to ingest this stuff. If it doesn't work, they're going to write that review. That's the end of your product, right? They're never going to buy your product. They're never going to buy your product again. And, and, and the right. reality is, is that anybody can get reviews, right? Like a drug dealer can sell a bad batch of dope and everybody be like, yeah, it's the shit, right? Like he can, he can get reviews, right? So, but, but sustainability in business comes from repeat transactions, Right. It comes from lifetime customers. It comes from people that buy your product over and over again and then recommend your product to their friends and their family. That is what you go after. And you can only do that with a product that is good. So, you know, just like you were saying to me, it's extremely important to have a product that works. In the age where people are marketers before they're product developers, that is a foreign concept because before people take the time and I know me and you, like we, we're, we're traveling to go see good product. We're, we're taking time out our days, our team, our operation, our focus, our business to go and test and find quality products. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that's going to survive and last is quality, you know, oh, because yeah. oh, social media allows every single person to talk about your brand to their friends and they can talk good or bad. It's up to you. And we live in a time now where, you know, people think about the marketing campaign before they think about is the product worth selling? The product is you know good, I mean? right? Yeah. Is the product would, good? I would recommend everybody that's in CBD to, to go and buy, whether you're buying it from a private labeled company or whatever, to, to test it out, you know, give it to your friends and get it, like some people might say, I didn't feel anything. And that's not a good review because it's not bad, but you, it, but it's not it's good either. Not good. It's definitely right. not good. Yeah. No, so I do agree. your homework on the quality first over quantity. The marketing is there. It's out there for you at your fingertips to tap into. There's no lack of it. There's no competition out there. And as much as if you're going to work with influencers, one thing that I could share with you guys out there is that if you give an influencer a shitty product, and they do their thing and they help you sell it, they will never work with you ever again. Cause now you're messing up their, you know, following and their whole situation that they've built over time. And you're just going to put a sour taste and influencers talk, man. 
You know, I, I, I we've, we've talked to a couple of influencers that have a hundred thousand followers and I've talked with uh, one of our partners in the market. She knows a couple of influencers up in Long Beach, you know, have 600,000, 700,000 followers, but it's a small community once you kind of get to that level, right? Because you're focused on a niche and you have six, 700,000 followers. You gotta, you know, you're gonna approach one person. They're all gonna know about the brand. So either they're gonna approach you as a company if your stuff is good, or if your stuff is bad, they're not gonna approach you and everybody's gonna talk about that. So that's one thing about leverage is it could be super powerful or it could snap back and take your entire business down, right? So that's really, you know, what you gotta look at it, the domino effect, right? Which way the domino's falling? Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, usually, some people will argue that it's harder to sell, right? It's harder for a marketer to sell uh, a product that is bullshit, yeah? You know, so while everybody's complaining, about the cost of Facebook ads and attention and all this other crap and noise. It, it, you need to look at where the, you know, again, we did an episode on this last week. We need, you need to understand the landscape. You need to understand the positioning, dude. It's yeah. not the fact that it's harder to market. It's easier to market because Super. there's more bullshit. So the more bullshit there is out there, the easier it is to put a great product in play and let the internet do its magic. And of yeah. course, you can accelerate that situation. And if you want to accelerate the situation, I'm pretty sure you can book a call with us. We can talk that out. But at we available. Point, we, we, we available to you, right? <laughs> but it's a mindset, man. It's a shift yeah. in mindset that needs to happen, man. It, yeah. It's not the fact that it's harder. It's easier. It's easier because there's less quality, right? Less qualitative and quantitative research marketers nobody's doing these things that are so easy to do giving the access to information and technology and the internet so really if you're struggling right now to release a product or sell a product or you know get attention right you need to ask yourself if everyone's doing one thing then you need to be doing either 10x better than what they're doing far as taking the time to not be lazy to do your research to do your homework and if you don't have the money to accelerate that then you need to do it at time because when we when me and me first started you know we had to build up our war chest dude we didn't have the resources to hire researchers we didn't have the research to hire consulting to hire and buy information that allowed us to do our jobs better but once we had it we set out on a mission to make sure that every month there's new research coming into our business. There's new people coming into our business. There's feedback coming into our business. There's a feedback loop yep. and we're paying for this situation. And every single time we make money, we allocate a percentage to becoming smarter and playing the right. game better. And, 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 and that, that's leverage, you know, right. that's leverage. Right. And I think I want to hit upon this is that, you know, in, in our game of online, at least online distribution, I'm not really accustomed to offline distribution as much, but in the online game, what worked last month may not work this month. What worked last year definitely yeah. doesn't. So what we realized in order for us as an agency to keep our smarts up, we knew that research is going to be a huge component, right? We have a full research team that just 
boom, spits out hit list after hit list of research after research of what's actually even going on in the market. So that way we can kind of, you know, like what we found, and we showed this on one of our knowledge chat series, Quam, was that, you know, just because you don't really have too much traffic going on to your Instagram account or your website doesn't mean that you're not a big CBD company out there when it comes to CBD world. So but the only way we're able to make those conclusions is to get a list of like the 100 to 200 CBD companies, what their traffic is, what their Instagram, go do the homework, look at it on an Excel sheet, do a pivot table, do filter it out and figure out what is actually going on right now. What plays, who is, who's where, what's going on. So when it comes to, you know, and you could do this with data, you could do this with what's, you know, what other people are doing, but it's, it's this, it's this constant level of research that needs to happen. And we knew that we didn't, we can't do it. You know, me and Quan, we love research, but we got 10,000 other things going on. So we had to find a team and you guys can do the same thing, right? You can start with one person. You do it first, train that one person, see what they can spit out to you. But that research will give you enough foundation to stand on. So then you could go make the next step confidently right and that's really what we want to like help you do is if you're going to sell a product <laughs> in a restrictive market you got to do your research first because that's it's because of facebook platforms they're not going to reward you the same way just because you got your cbd ad up on facebook that's not really like a win you know that's really actually an, an l because you still haven't figured out that that's just not going to last forever right i know there's a couple it, other facebook it, it, groups. It's, not, it's not it's not not only is it not going to last forever but if the product is shitty it's not gonna last at all. At all. I mean, yeah. It's like we went all through that work and all that trouble to get to try to sell a product that is not even good, you know. Right. We we've had to not to name any names, but we've had ex business partners that were more focused on marketing and advertisement than actually like selling something that works like a like a right. like something that actually like people can use and will come back and use and tell their friends and their family the culture is like how what do i sell you know what do right. i do i do i sell this widget do i sell this do i sell this right never wow this is a great product this could really make an impact on humanity you know it, right. it's like what, what, what's your thinking and and i think we going to we taking them to school today, but I mean, I think know. be honest with you, I think most marketers and there's a couple other CBD groups that are like ten times the size of our group. So it, yeah. you know, so I, so we really appreciate you guys listening to us, checking out our content, being serious about your business, trying to really learn how to really make the right moves. But there's a lot of misinformation out there, right? And huh. and there's a lot of groups, like I said, you know, popular people out there uh, in the CBD marketing world. They're just spitting bullshit to you guys every fucking day. And it's like, it annoys me so much because when we try to put out real information in some people's groups, they'll actually block our information because it because they got a partnership <laughs> with somebody that they did a little webinar with. It's like, fuck yeah. all that, you know? It's like, yo, put either real information, teach people what the fuck is going on or stop being in the industry. That's just my fucking two cents, but that's how we would approach it, right? And like, you know, when I was in the corporate world and consulting, um, you know, that's how they would approach it. If they're not gonna bring a strategy that McKinsey's not doing, that some of the top guys are not doing. So it's like, if, if in the corporate America, people are using only strategies that work, why should you not use strategies that work in the industry that you're trying to be successful in, right? Because the only person that you're cheating is yourself by listening to people 
that just don't have the right information. Because if, you, if somebody gets on a webinar, I'll, I'll say this, and they made like $20 million in CBD talking about a strategy, I'm not saying that they didn't make the money. I'm just saying that what they've done to make the money may have been an old strategy that may not work the same for you. So what we want to do is as we approach CBD companies or cannabis companies or plant medicine, what we realize in leverage as we start, we started the conversation with that is can we show strategies that you can continue to repeat and not saying that anything that we're saying is constant, but it's like, you know, the principles are still the same, do the research, get distribution. You don't need to really do paid ads. You can go out there and build these strategic alliances because that ocean of traffic is still out there for y'all. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Nah, you know, just to kind of circle back around to, to, to the whole leverage thing is that um, we're, we're just not teaching you like leverage in a tactical sense, but leverage thinking, which I think right. is uh, uh, a great uh, reference is uh, Peter Drucker. He has a lot of material on leverage thinking. Jay Abraham has a ton of material on leverage thinking. Um, um, the Road to Less Stupid um, is another book. Um, he goes in depth about, you know, leverage thinking, um, you know, so the, the information is out there, the, the mindset and the concepts are out there. I think if you're going to start to have a, you know, a mindset where you always think about leverage and you always think about ways to build it up in your life and in your business, um, you know, you can really accelerate your success very fast because at the end of the day, man, you know, everybody wants to play the same game. Everybody wants to win. Everybody's playing the same game. Um, it's just all about how you play it, you know, and when you don't have leverage on your board as a priority to build up, um, you, you're really hurting yourself in the long term and the short term because we have plans for leverage. Like we can see leverage plays that we know is going to take us 12 to 18 months to build, but we hold ourselves accountable for the daily activity that needs to happen for that leverage to be built out. So when we look up a year from now, wow, that really worked out. You know, that's like a, a get leverage slow thing. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it, it is. It, 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 it's a strategic uh, play for us and it takes minimal resources. It only takes accountability and action and right. time. And if you're willing to have those things in your life and in your business, then you can create short-term and long-term leverage that gives you tremendous uh, positioning and, and, and just ex accelerates your situation, man. So 100%, man. I mean, like leverage, it's like looking at, you know, checkers versus chess, right? The whole game of che yeah. checkers is you want to just move as quick as possible, which is not a problem, right? Now, if we look at chess, I, I used to play speed chess. You got to think yeah. quickly, but the people yeah. that win in speed chess are not the same people that are winning in long-term chess, right? And chess like you'll make a move I actually had an uncle that I would make you know he would make a move come back like 10-15 minutes later make his second move and I'm thinking what is this guy doing but he's already 20 steps ahead so it's like when you're going to make a move in your business don't make a move just because you're listening to a video or whatever do your like absorb all the information that you're hearing from everywhere and then really think about it if I made this move will that the positive move for my company, for my team, for the people that I'm servicing out there to fix their problem, how does that all ripple? Because that ripple effect is quite important because if you're doing good moves, that ripple effect becomes stronger and stronger and it becomes a wave. 
Now the wave effect, right? And that's really where, when we make moves in our business, like it may not be the right move, but we try several things. And once we find out what is the best ripple, you know, we, we, we try to, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We, we amplify that situation, right? Yeah. And that's really what, you know, we want to kind of tell you about, you know, it's a take time and think, think about the moves that you're making in this market. Because I know things are moving fast. You hear big numbers all around. Everybody's making big numbers. Oh, making <coughs> yeah, lock that shit up. Lock that focus bullshit on up. yourself, you know, focus on what you are doing because whatever move you're making is big too. You know, the fact that you're yeah. even making a move is great, right? For yourself, for your, for your family, for what your vision is, right? So go back to what your vision was because our vision has always been to build something to help people in a skill set that we're good at. We just happen to be really good at research and data and campaigns and really putting this agency thing together. That's where we play. But if we wanted to play as a brand one day, which I know me and Kwame have talked about, we want to also build our own brand one day, but we're not ready to make that move because we're still learning, right? We're still learning from all different angles from other people. And that way, when we're ready, we can make that move as well too, right? So that's kind of all, I mean, all I have to say about leverage kind of to finish it up, but um, you have anything to add, bro? Um, listen, leverage thinking is a way of life. It's a way of life, you know, it's, it's leverage in, in, in not just your business, but in your life. Um, you know, a prime example is, um, you know, when I was first starting out and just becoming an entrepreneur, you know, I had no skill sets. I had no skill sets, but I had this book by Jay Abraham called, you know, uh, get what you, I, I forgot the title of it. Is it, uh, use what you have to get what you can get or um it's it's a it's a get what you can by jay abraham no, no that's not it i don't know the exact title let me see but anyways I, I, i'll include that in the show notes or something but okay uh, is a jay abraham book and the whole book is about leverage that's to sum it up the whole the whole book is about leverage and leverage thinking and okay it's called getting everything you can out of all you got jay abraham everybody oh, okay go pick yeah, yeah yeah it's a great book great getting book. everything you can out of all you got that's a hard ass title to remember by the way but <laughs> yeah <laughs> jay goes hard you know we if you yeah, know jay, jay abraham goes he goes super hard he, he, that's what i mean man he's preeminent so um you know go check that book out that was the book that really got my mind to think and leverage because it was so many scenarios where a person is starting from ground zero and they, and they, and they need to level up. Right. And they, and time may be against them. And with time is against you and you don't have money, you know, that's a great way to end up in a po house. Right. So you need to figure out what leverage looks like for you. That may be, okay, you know what, I'm going to spend my money to develop a brand and then I'm going to find somebody with the audience and I'm going to give them 50% of my company, right? That may be, okay, I have, you know, an audience building skill set. I'm going to build an audience and I'm going to find a product that I really trust and believe. And I'm going to give them, you know, exclusive promotional uh, rights to my audience and take 20, 30% commissions, right? It, it's so many different ways to piece your idea together and you don't have to have or even own every single piece to the equation 
because you'll learn more partnering with someone than you will trying to tackle everything by yourself. And I think we learned that very early that, yo, we learn just as much from our clients as our clients learn from us. We, we don't come into the client relationship as egomaniacs. Oh, you're, I'm the service provider. I'm the distribution company. I, I'm the one that knows the shit. No, we ask our clients just as many questions as they ask us because we want to learn what, had, what they've already been successful with and can we implement in our business? Or if so, can right. we implement it in the client's account? So we ask questions and we're just as curious about our clients as our clients are about our services. And we right. go with every relationship that we develop like that. And a lot of ideas and insight um, we get, it comes from, oh, this client just paid us $8,000, but what's more important than the money is the fact that he's doing X. And not only is he doing X, he said that we can also leverage that in our business. So it, right. it, it, it so much leverage out there, guys, that you can go acquire. You just need to have leverage thinking. And if you the can clients are a great opportunity. I mean, if they're investing in you, you can try to see how you can invest in them as well, too, along mm -hmm. with because it's a the universe Absolutely. sent you that relationship. So the way yes, we look at clients is not people paying us money. It's people that the universe is sending you to be able to do something more with them. You know, I mean, if you're not if you're not looking at it on that three dimensional level, I would just hope that you try to start to look at it that way, because. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you're selling a product, it doesn't matter whether you're selling CBD or whatever, but even that customer coming to you to try your product, see what you could do to make that $30, $40 purchase feel like that they're buying a $400 bottle of CBD, right? And you don't have to do that by making your price increase. You could do that by giving great customer service or figuring mm -hmm. out how you can further their situation. So it, 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 whether you're an e-commerce company or you're an agency, if, or if you're yeah. a coach out there, I don't know, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, try to see other than the transactional value, what other intrinsic value that you could provide people, because that's really the world we live in today. You know, if you could do that, you'll be in the game long-term. That's leverage. If you can't do that, try to start doing to do that. You know I mean? That's all we could tell you, you know, we want to advise you guys in, in the right way, but you know, to keep, you know, if you're a small CBD company, you don't have the money to buy, uh, buy into an agency. And we know a couple of these guys out there that are going to different meetups. That's fine. You know, that's great. But if you put $400 worth of value behind your $40, $50 CBD product and it's, and it comes in more like, you know, customer service or it comes in whatever else you can ask them and be in relationship with that customer because they've invested in you. You have to always remember that. Right. And so the universe is sending these connections to you. So you got to reply back is what I would say. Don't just take it on the surface level. And with that said, I think that I think time's up. <laughs> I think we gave you guys enough game, but before we get off, if you're still listening, I want you to do two things. One, I want you to subscribe to our podcast. And if you're watching us on uh, our Facebook or YouTube, I want you to subscribe. And if you got value from today's episode, please leave a comment, share with a friend, and just let us know how you feel let about leverage. Yeah. Let yeah, us know yeah. how you feel. And, um, and if we're doing a good job changing your mindset, perspective, the way you see things, because, you know, we just don't want to be the guys to tell you a bunch of tactics because we believe tactics is second to strategy and strategy right. is everything. So subscribe, share with a friend, listen to we're your We're available on Stitcher, 
Spotify, Everywhere. Apple Podcasts. It's Street called Canna Playbook. Two words. Check us out. Show us some love. And, you know, we can help you out once again. We'll throw a link in here later on. Book a call with us. We'd love to talk to you. See how we can help your business out. Or even if you just want to get some thinking, if you don't even have a business, holler at us. You know, maybe we can get you some, like, you know, some, some, some points and point you in the right direction at the very least. So... Oh. Alright guys, Peace. thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. We hope you really enjoyed it and you found it quite informative. If you are a CBD or a cannabis entrepreneur and you are looking to dive into this industry or looking to find out how you can get more sales for your business online or to even just start out in this industry and understand the systems and the things that you need to build to be successful definitely book a call with us talk to us we are here to help you out just go to www.cannaplaybook.com forward slash connect again that address is www.cannaplaybook.com forward slash connect we hold these strategy calls to help you figure out and navigate the space so we look forward to speaking with you and if you loved or liked this episode leave us a review leave us some love We love you guys. Take care and we'll see you next time.